yeah, 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 yeah. Talk, talk, talk so much, but you ain't saying nada. Don't talk, just listen. What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Don't Talk, Just Listen. This is your girl, Lady MJ. And of course, I have my badass queens, goddesses, you know, let's see, the, the, the salt of the earth, the most important and relevant um, set. No, <laughs> no, keep uh, going. You are doing well. <laughs> I have my ladies here with me. Hello, ladies. How are you doing? Hey. Getting by. And we have, of course, our beautiful Miss Aberlin and, of course, the saucy, beautiful Miss Lindsay. Ladies, I hope that you've had a blessed couple of weeks. I think we've been a week or two since our last our last recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what's up, hubby, hubby, hubby? How y'all doing? The uh, last episode of last week. Okay. So, um, welcome. I hope everything's going well. Um, you know, before we move forward, set a mental note to, you, to yourselves to like, subscribe, share, you know, comment, leave a question, do all those great things so we can keep the lines of communication open between, you know, these three beautiful women and uh, the rest of y'all. It's, it's so shady, right? The rest of y'all. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> uh, so before we get started today, I want to know if you guys heard because I said this when it occurred that there has there's uh, some head trauma found in uh, Mr. Danny Tanner when he passed. Did you guys hear mm. about that? No, no. Mm-hmm. Sketch as fuck. That's what I said when it happened. That's what I said. And what's funny to me is everybody, all other comedians, and you know they're I, they're trying to build. I think this narrative that you know he was such a just con- you know uh, consummate of a of a a stand-up, you know, comedian. He's so funny. He this and he that. Like that. I've seen that consistently, but nobody else has said. Isn't it kind of weird that he was in good health, as far as we know, only in his early sixties, and he died in a hotel in Florida? That just sounds so salacious and so, you know, first forty-eight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And now here they come out with that there was possible head trauma. I'm telling y'all, I'm a psychic. Watch, you'll find something else out pretty soon. Mm. I know, um, Averland, since you opened my eyes to some of his past uh, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, somebody else that I know who will be a guest on my podcast coming up soon, she told me that he was like a like a pedophile, basically, and that like everybody knew it. Yeah, um, that's what I heard. But yeah, I, I don't know it like concretely. So, you know, yeah. but Allegedly. there are some shade, shady things that I heard about him. That's crazy. I mean, hey, the universe will always take care of some shit, though. Won't she? Won't she do it? Um, <laughs> second thing I want to talk about is I want to give a huge congratulations to a woman who I just, like, look up to so much. And she is a bad, bad bitch. And when she first came out and her song was played the fuck out, I was like, I don't know about this girl, Rihanna, Rihanna, whatever the fuck. Her <laughs> I didn't know. And then, Chris, you know, the whole CBZ situation happened. Don't get me started on that. But then I was like, eh, okay, she, you know, but she has developed into a bad ass boss. I mean, billionaire making money, you know, just making the world of beauty 
um, all the way from her makeup down to her clothing line, making it all inclusive, um, which I think is dope. I mean, some of her men lingerie or whatever it's supposed to be eh, could kind of do it without the pictures. But <laughs> other than that, she's doing her thing. So congratulations to her for bringing who I'm what I'm sure is going to be a absolute beautiful baby into the world. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to Ms. Robin Fenty. And I don't know what ASAP's real name is, but there you go. Mr. Rocky. Oh, goodness. I guess I could Google that. But I think that's going to be a beautiful baby. She is glowing, which is not fair because she already glows anyway. Mm-hmm. But that baby glow is just all over her right now. Um, and she, like I thought about, ooh, I could be pregnant again. I would get like <coughs> Anna. And then the better part of me was like, bitch, did you? Did you? No, no, no. So yeah. So what did you guys think when you heard about the the news? You're excited for I me. Mean, I'm the only one probably out of the three who acts like celebrities are my best friends. But <laughs> <laughs> I was bitter because I wanted to Beyonce my own pregnancy, and now <laughs> she did it. So I'm I'm out. You can't do it. So you do it like now. You know she copying now. You know. <laughs> I think that's fire. Uh, what about you, Evelyn? Did you even think about it? Did you know? Because I know. No, not, no. Mm-mm. I'm out, out the loop. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to send you every day, just yeah. like a little <laughs> three books. Hey, here's what's happening check, in the world of. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. <laughs> but yeah, you should see the pictures. Like the picture, it was clearly a photo shoot. Like clearly a photo mm-hmm. shoot to announce it. Um. They just tried to make it seem like they just went back to Harlem or whatever and just walked around the street to Harlem. And Brianna looked like she just came right off the fuck. I mean, like she's going on somebody's runway. But, you know, it was um, it's cute. I love that she took she took control of it, you know, how to release it. I'm sure she knew every single picture that was being brought out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I'm sure Chris Brown, the billionaire that she was just with, I'm sure they're like, what? The entire fuck. Mm-hmm. ASAP, huh? But yeah, beautiful black love, beautiful baby going to be coming out. You know, the hardest thing for them, I think, is to think of a name. Because as a celebrity now, your name has to be a noun or a verb. (laughs) 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 I'm sure they're they're like, what are we going to do? Green light? Red light? You know, they got to come up with something. Um, Thank you to hubby, to hubby, to hubby. The hubby is putting one of the beautiful pictures up for us right now. Oh, and can you imagine Baby Fenty? Shh. This girl, y'all about to make Rihanna even more like two times over a billionaire. I've had a cart with her lingerie, makeup, and forever. Like I just updated every time she sends me another text message. Have I actually bought it yet? No. So if anybody out there would like for me to go ahead and, you know, be part of the Fenty army, go right ahead. <laughs> Somebody's birthday may be coming up as of March the 23rd. <laughs> and if you know me, I celebrate the entire month. So I will start taking gifts. Hey, 28th works. 28th of this month. We, we can work that out. Uh, Cash App, I'll be like everybody else. Cash App, I can't believe folks just, I can't believe folks just beg for money through Cash App and that people actually send the money. They do. I have man. I'm going to start that myself. So, I mean, we talked about a girl selling farts last time. So, right, yeah. 
<laughs> I give, give you money before I buy your farts. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> your fake ass jar of air, because that is what it is. Whether you do fart in it or not, it more than likely is a jar of air. Um, yeah, I forgot about that chick for a second there. <laughs> so, but, she's been on more stuff yeah, she, she has. Saw her on more stuff, I yeah, mm. yeah, she's like making her way. Like she is definitely, you know, she has a writer and shit like that. Like she's like, I want only green M and M's, and like she is. Damn, she's there. Um, we'll see for how long though, because we know once somebody goes viral and they do something like that, it's only for a short amount of time. Right. So I mean, she's going to get canceled eventually here. Uh, something. <laughs> something. You know, like somebody's going to get upset and be like, the part that you sent me had a lot of um, hate in it. I felt it. I smelled it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we shall see. But until somebody else comes out with like a jar full of like piss or something, I don't know. You know. You said what? It's probably yeah. out there. It's going to be queef. Oh, there you go. Yep. See, there's a market out there because who just thought of a man? Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> I would think that that would smell better than the fart jar, though. I hope, allegedly. Remember what Martin said. Some of y'all don't wash your ass. <laughs> so. oh. That's your right <laughs> Yes. So, um, I don't know how we got from Brianna to this. I don't know either. Let's let's go back. I promise I'll watch more stuff. <laughs> if this was punishment, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, all right. So we're gonna go ahead, of course, and everybody listening, we're gonna go ahead and get started today because the last time I had a few other things to talk about that was not on the agenda. Let's just say the producer had a little bit of a chit chat with me. So I'm just uh oh, you got scolded. Um, yeah, I did. That's another episode <laughs> on how exactly that happens, you know. You know. Uh, so, of course, we're going to go into what is quickly becoming one of my favorite segments of the podcast. She's a bad mama jamma. Look at her. She's a bad mama jamma. And I love it even more when the hubby, the hubby, the hubby picks them. Because that says a lot. That says that there are men out there who respect women, respect their hustle, respect their struggles, respect their, you know, their come up. And so this week, um, our bad mama jamma is Miss Sheila Henry. She's a Texas grandmother who fought back against two car thieves. Um, and it was captured on security video. She shows that, oh, the video shows that a 60-year-old, I'm sorry, a man attacks the 60-year-old Sheila Henry at a Houston gas station. She was grinning ready to start a paper route that she has been on for 34 years. I mean, all kind of hollowed and snapped to that. 34 years you've been delivering newspapers? <laughs> for real. <laughs> Let's just say anywhere in the last 10 years for you to still have a paper route. Who reads a newspaper? Yeah people in Houston. Um, so yes, yeah, she was on her, uh, getting ready to, you know, getting ready for her day. Um, and a man approached her. He demanded the keys to her truck and knocked her down. Get a fucking job, dude. Um, but she wouldn't give in. She was like, oh no, not today. Today is not the day. You gonna learn today. So the five foot two grandma punched and kicked the attacker. She says, if it weren't for the second man, she would have kept fighting. She eventually tossed him the keys, and her message to carjackers is, sorry, 
her message to the carjackers, go to jail, then take your ass to work. That was in quotes. So (laughs) (laughs) my, you know, deduction of it. Um, She found the truck a few blocks away later that morning. The thieves had dumped her purse in the street. So all they really wanted was her purse. Like, I'm I'm confused. Y'all needed like a ride around the corner? You were like, you know what? Let's go to the gas station and and take some, what somebody else has worked hard for. Let's go ahead and take that. Um, Like, get a fucking life, guys. Get a, go to jail, like she said, then go to work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But I like the she handled it. I like that. Obviously, they're bad at what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, like y'all can't even be good as criminals so that says something maybe what do they have in Houston like Whataburgers maybe you'll be a great Whataburger employee go try that go hit that up um, but this week Miss Sheila Hendry all 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 kind of applause and roses are given to you that is our bad mama jamma for the week look at her what would you ladies do i'm not putting this on you i don't want this to happen to any of us but do you guys feel that you're prepared to protect yourselves in a situation like that no (laughs) but i would say take it whatever you want take it get the fuck on i'm not even trying to do any of that yep (laughs) yep They'd be upset with getting my purse. They'd be like, this bitch has a makeup bag that's open. So all her makeup is in her purse. <laughs> Whatever hubby goes in my purse, he goes, can you get a larger makeup bag? I'm like, no, it works. It still works. And he's just pulling out, you know, foundation and shit that doesn't have a top on it. Just shit just in my purse. Um, they would find that. Um, and like my AAA card and like my membership card to, you know, our, our uh, firearm memberships. I rarely, rarely carry money. Like I have more change. Than I, I never have. Ha- yeah. Yeah. So same. Maybe now I might it. have to restate that because if someone were to really want to steal my car now, I would thank them and bless them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me go wash it for and, you. And you wash it, you know, I'll be like, <laughs> let me just like, wish blessings upon you and any generations to come from you. <laughs> However, should they do that to me when I'm in my uh, yeah. gladiator, cheap gladiator, when I finally get that? Okay. <laughs> there's, there's going to yeah. be an issue. Yes. Now, I know when we when we both get our dream trucks. Yes. You know, <laughs> Hubby keeps doing that because it's not, a... not like the truck that we want. Um, it is dope. Have you got Lindsay? Have you seen the new Jeeps? The Jeep no. Trucks? Oh, fire! I love them. It's on my vision board. It looks so pretty. And every time I pass by one, I say hello to it because we're going to be family soon. <laughs> yes, yes, right. <laughs> what drive through and what up? They like who's trying to get at me? You're like no, 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 no. We're talking about good job on this. <laughs> The, the shines out there and i have a great personality to be in the jeep family i like to wave to people and be like ah! you know so i'm ready for this <laughs> right 
Right? I've got the vision of it in my head. I've got the feelings going on. I've written it down. I've spoken it out. Come on, universe, work with me. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Medicine, our medicine's being delivered. They listen this time. They're coming very quickly. So, um, Okay. So anywho, my, my bad guys. Um, yeah. So hubby, I haven't pulled up so you can see, and then you can join our, our Jeep family, Lindsay. Okay. Our Jeep family. It's fire. It, I don't know. It look, it's very 2022 20, and above. Like they don't look like regular trucks. You know what it kind of reminds me of? It reminds me of like a truck that would be in like transformers. And we're like, Oh my God, where's that? Right. <laughs> you know, I fell in love with it when I took my oldest, I mean, my youngest son to San Diego for his senior graduation in 2020 because there was everything was closed, but San Diego had some stuff open. The zoo was open, the beach was open. So we went down there and they were supposed to give us, I had reserved a convertible and they didn't have any. They were, they had overbooked and all they had was, the jeep truck and i was like huh okay i guess oh my gosh i had so much fun I'm like do i have to give this back <laughs> oh you've actually i didn't know you've actually driven it oh, oh yes see? yes for five days it was wonderful oh. i fell in love Lindsay, you see it ideal it's fire fire it is cute it actually reminds me of like old school like to be so modern you know like the old school cars people had like yeah. Kamala had in 101 dalmatians yeah. Yes, <laughs> it is. I, yeah, it's just something, totally. it's something about it. The mm -hmm. only thing that looks jeepish is the is the um, what is that called in front? The grill. Yeah, that's the only thing that somebody would go, "Oh, that's jeep." Um, sorry. Um, I thought everybody was talking to me. He's on the phone. Um, yeah. So it looks pretty fucking fire. Mm -hmm. I think I want a black one. Yes, it's a distinguished car. Yeah, yeah. I like the black too, but I think red is where I'm aiming for. But mm -hmm. if not red, I would be very okay with black. Yeah, I'm going to make Hubby print my uh, mine up so that it is added to my vision board. Because right now I just speak it into existence. But I would love for him to have to get up every day and look at it. <laughs> um, so, but <clears throat> I love, I, yeah, I fucking love that Jeep. Um, or truck. So I um sorry guys. All right. So we are going to go ahead and move on to our next topic, our next segment here, which is our of course our fierce, fabulous, um, our fist fabulous and flawless. One of the those F's in some combination, guys. Um, One and two and three and four and get them sit-ups right in. Do your crutches like this. Give head, stop, breathe, get up, check your weed. So do any of you ladies, do you, you have anything to share for this segment? Or if not, you know, always keep something in the back of my, my dome. I don't. No problem. So this month or this month this week our fierce fab and flawless is going to be more of a everybody's doing everybody of course black history month you know and they give shine i try to give shine to 
you know, anybody that is a person of color, especially that's black um, all year, not just during the shortest month of the year. Um, now, I will say this fun fact. Did you know that this month was not chosen by, you know, anybody that's from the Caucasoid Nation? It was actually decided upon based upon a person of color or a black person. They actually chose February. I'm not sure if during this time if February was much longer, but you said somebody's birthday month. Why they chose it? I give you. Okay, I'll I'll check. We'll ask on to Google real quick. I do know that, it, like I said, it was not just strictly based off of, like I said, somebody from the Caucasus White Nation deciding. Um, <laughs> do you need my card? Okay, so um, as I ask on to Google real quick, I do want to go ahead and give a shout out. This is going to take it all the way back. And the reason why I'm motivated by this is because Hubby pointed out to me last week when he was uh, running detention, in order to get out of detention, he was asking you a, you know, a Black History Month or history question. These children knew nothing. Now, my two boys knew and came home upset, upset that these kids didn't know basic shit. They did not know who Madam C.J. Walker was or what was her role in the history of, you know, of our world, our country, but damn sure in black history. Um, you ladies both are familiar with Madam mm-hmm. C.J. Walker. Did, didn't they even just do a Netflix documentary right? on her? Think so, right? yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, come on. But you know what? Kids don't even watch Netflix. It's too, that, it's too much of their attention. Why do you think TikTok blows up? Because it is, right. what, 60 seconds? And it, that's fucking sad. Like, our boys know what TGI Friday is or TGIF. They know. They've watched the shows that happen on there. I'm like, this is how we used to watch TV. You just have to sit <laughs> down, watch it with the commercials. If you miss that episode, too bad. So they possibly <laughs> showed it during the summer. You know, um, you have to go to school the next day and hear about all the shit you missed. If you were grounded, uh, too bad. You missed it. Like it was no, it was no immediate, you know, going to it and, and replaying it or watching a whole season at once. Um, but they just don't get it. They watch YouTube. Um, and they watch like TikTok and shit, which is very sad. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. This one kid told my son that Fresh Prince is only Will Smith has only been a rapper. I mean, only been an actor. Never was a rapper. Oh my goodness. Stop right. that. Like hey, did you see the new uh Bel Air show that's yes, coming out? My child is up said about it he's like that is not a reboot because it's a it's a dramedy it's well it's more of a drama yeah it's um, not it's through him he's yeah it's through him he, it, he yeah. actually there was a video out probably to i mean first of all they recorded this shit quickly but about two months ago is when they brought out um when they showed that he called the young man the young man was like cleaning out his dorm room or some shit or like he had just graduated college and he got the call from will smith you know, with the directors and everything, um, telling him that he got the role. So it all started about a year ago, maybe a little bit longer. I don't know if you guys ever saw the um, the young man who is a who actually has to do with the show now, but he's like a, a film student. And so he came up and with his whole himself, his whole reboot idea for Fresh Prince. But it was more of like a movie um, pitch. Yeah. 
Um, did you guys ever see that? I heard about it. I didn't see it. Oh, it was really good. It was really good. Um, so what he came out with, they kind of, you know, a couple of execs got with Will Smith and he, you know, he worked all this on the under, you know, he should have brought this out so that maybe the entanglement wasn't his full definition. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so he was working on it. And then NBC, of course, easy, take it back to the place where, you know, who has the rights to it and who started it. But, you know, with everything streaming, NBC is much more than just NBC now. You have Peacock. Right. They're trying so hard to keep that shit relevant. They're like, oh, reboot of Say by the Bell. Peacock. <laughs> this Peacock. Like this. So um, it is a Peacock, you know, uh, deal. And my my oldest, who you've heard me say, and you guys will hear me say many more times, he's literally 80 years old. Um, and he was upset. I mean, he came to my room and he says, have you seen the reboot trailer? And I was like, no, not yet. He's all, it is nothing. I mean, he was upset. Upset. I was like, son, I didn't, I didn't do it. Don't yell at me. Don't yell at me. But, um, now see, for my opinion, I think that was the way to go. Cause you know, they're all, they always try to reboot something. So Mm -hmm. they're not going to be able to match what it was. Nope. So they needed to go in a completely different way with it so that you can appreciate it for something new than comparing it to the original. Correct. Facts. Yeah. Facts, facts. Um, what do you think, Lindsay? Have you seen the the trailer for the reboot? I mean, it's coming out on the 13th. It's pretty damn soon. I've seen commercials for it on Peacock because I watch too much Housewives. But it just doesn't, like... It doesn't appeal to me because I want to laugh at that shit. I don't want to see the drama. But that SNL skit they did, like Family Matters, making oh, fun of Family Matters in yes. the same light was fucking hilarious. I'm telling you, I am an SNL fan. I don't see why people say it's not funny. The shit is funny. It is funny. It's not like in your face, like right away, funny like um, In Living Color was. But yeah. SNL is fucking funny. They keep getting really good, um, you know, people to add to the cast. And um, I like the, the, so Deuce tries to think that we don't see anything. So he's like, mom, they did a reboot for Family Matters. I was like, son, it was an SNL skit. You already know. I already know. He's like, oh, just kidding. I was like, no, you're just lying. He likes to say he's just kidding. When he's kidding. But so once again, I don't know how I got off topic, but our fierce, fab and flawless, um, we were talking about hubby students oh that was my fault <laughs> oh no no it's fine um it was good how your students didn't know shit no um but yeah so our first fab and flawless is like i said miss uh, madam cj walker now you know there's there's still plenty of women still plenty of black women that are getting what i call the creamy crack because i was definitely addicted to the creamy crack for so long so 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 long it's been what Six years, I think. Since I cut my hair and hopped in cream and crack in. I've, I had, I was wearing you know, wig and everything. I was, yeah, I was, so, well, it's a very long time, guys. So I, you know, I decided I went, well, I'll, I'll tell you the story real quick. So I wanted to go shorter and I wanted to go platinum blonde. I wanted to go like so blonde, like amber rosy kind of blonde, like boom. So, I'd, you know, bleach my hair and all that good stuff. And then we were getting ready to go out and I just didn't like at the crown. You know, my hair was just a little more um, curly and natural than I wanted. I wanted it 
creamy crack straight. Um, and in case you guys don't know what creamy crack is, what I'm referring to, that is a perm. That's a straightening perm. Um, with the good old lie and all that in it, even though they're like, no lie. Well, what is it that straightens your hair then if there's no lie? That's a lie. So um, I got, I was getting ready to, you know, mix everything up and the hubby, the hubby, the hubby is like, what are you doing? You just bleached your hair. And I was like, I got this. I know how just to put it on that. I got it. Don't worry about it. Get in the shower. And as I'm washing it out, my hair is just disintegrating in my hands. Literally. Like it felt like hay just crumbling. It was crazy. So it didn't, I didn't have ball patches or anything like that. It was just a little bit shorter than what I cut it. Um, so when I got out, hubby's like, that's what you wanted anyway. Good job. High five me and went on about my business. And I have not put a perm anywhere near my scalp, my hair, anything in years. Um, and so there's this whole movement, not that I started it, but at that time I was kind of joining the movement of going natural and, um, you know, treating our hair the way that it should be treated. And I, you know, well, now I, I bleach it and I dye it like crazy. Um, so I guess I have a little bit of the, the routine or the habit still in my, still in my blood. But so Madam CJ Walker, though, she did change the game. She was the first millionaire, first female, and of course the first black female millionaire in the history of the world. Um, her real name, actually, a lot of people don't know that CJ Walker was not her real name. Um, and like you said, Netflix did just do a, a you know documentary or a movie on this. So if you guys, if that's the way that you get your history, please go <laughs> and do it. Um, let's go. Just, just go figure it out. But who, oh my gosh, what's her name? Uh, Octavia Spencer, right? Played her? In the movie? You guys I don't know? know how they did. Yeah, me either. I, I just know they did it. Yeah, I think it was Octavia Spencer, though. Um, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I only watched, I think, maybe two episodes, maybe. Um, but her real name was Sarah Breedlove. Um, she was born 18, December 23rd of 1867 and passed away May 25th of 1919. What's fucking crazy, she was a millionaire in, like, that means early 1900s, mid-19, like, we were just getting some rights, kind of, allegedly, at that point. But she is recorded as the first female self-made millionaire in America in the Guinness Book of World Records, I would say, in the world. Um she started by developing and marketing a line of cosmetics and hair care products for black women through the business she founded. Even at that time, black people were the largest um, market, target market and customers of, you know, beauty brands and, uh, and hair care products. Biggest, and we still are. Um, she became known for her philanthropy and activism. Uh, she made financial donations to numerous organizations and became a patron of the arts. So even back then, it's very important, you guys, we often hear that millionaires are, you know, people that are well off. Part of their success is the fact that they give back, um, which is awesome. She was even doing that back then. So she um, had a lavish estate in Irvington, New York, um, and it served as a social gathering place for Black people. At the time of her death, she was considered the wealthiest woman of color um, and the most successful, and like I said, and first wealthiest self-made black woman in America. And, uh, you know, 
I think that is nothing but being fierce, fab, and flawless. We've had so many examples as women in the history of our, of our existence, um, but especially when there's power that can be provided behind a, a story and someone's experiences, we should definitely tap into that. So we want to give all love to Miss Sarah Breedlove, or better known as Madam C.J. Walker, who is our fierce, fab, and flawless. So the reason that uh, Black History Month is in February is because uh, Abraham Lincoln, who allegedly freed slaves, and Frederick Douglass, um, that's, their, that's the month that their birthdays are in. We don't care about, uh, you know, <laughs> age. But yes, so Frederick Douglass, it was chosen because his birthday is within the month. Um, so shout out to that. A lot of people probably don't know that, that are our age, and definitely if they are younger than us. Um, what do you think about the fact that our youth, they don't have a connection to the amount of history that is available for them out there? That there's just not, you know, it's just not of something that they really give a shit about. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that's a problem? Do you think that adds to kind of like the state of the younger generations in our world now? In all honesty, having been a teacher for 10 years, kids rarely give a shit about history of any sort, of any kind, at any time. Yeah. Once well, in a like while, you have, like, the one kid who's, like, all about it. But on the whole, most of the kids are, like, they don't see a purpose in it. They don't. It's not just this generation is my point. It's yeah. been yeah. going on for a bit. Um, is it bad? Yes, we definitely need to know from our past and learn from it, but it's hard to make it relevant because we've yeah. come so far in technology and a variety of things that all of history seems like, well, that was in the olden times where all this stuff didn't exist. It's completely different now. So they don't see the lessons behind the pretty sparkly technology that they know. Yeah. You know, so... And shouldn't it be used, though? I feel like as a history, I, I know that I was only a good history student because I am good at remembering dates. Um, but if you think about it, our history is not, it wasn't relevant to us. So right. I guess it's damn sure not relevant to this newer generation. But right. don't you think that because of technology, now there is a obligation and a responsibility to those who choose to teach history to make sure that it is relevant for, you know, for this age group? Yeah, um, I think it's definitely something that history teachers across the board need to take a, a different look at. Like it's they need to make it relevant. Like and there's a lot of great teachers out there that are doing fun stuff. I remember back when I was teaching and stuff and the Internet was just starting to become something, taking my kids on, you know, virtual field trips and trying to uh -huh. make it something uh -huh. that they could relate to. So it's, you just have to get creative as teachers, but sadly our schools are so overrun and so worn down that teachers are just surviving. You know, they've lost passion. They've lost, yeah. you know, that joy of teaching and they're not even trying to be creative in the classroom. You know, yeah. they're just trying to stay alive. Some of them like just yeah. get through it. Yeah. That's so, unfortunate. I yeah. think that, um, you know, with the, Hubby and I had a virtual reality in Oculus years ago. 
but I don't know why the like there's a certain resurgence and people acting like it's brand new. But I think if and of course, this all goes down to, you know, money and everything. But I think that history would be much more of a like subject and topic and that the kids would grasp onto it better if like virtual reality was used. Oh, totally. You know, like take them to that time. Right. Um, like when I did those virtual field trips, that was as new as it was yeah. you know, back then. So yeah. they were like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So I got them excited in a different way. And yeah, I think that would be awesome. You put those head things on and you enter history. That would be very cool. Yeah. I mean, but I'm a history not... geek, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about you, Lindsay? Did you, did you like history or what do you think about the importance of history in helping our future generations to develop? Um, I think it is extremely important and I think it is extremely relevant to everyone. However, I think the debate is what we're taught in school as history mm -hmm. and what is actual history. Um, so like what we're taught in school, listen, I was in the American school system. We learned the same shit every few years same shit. over and same over shit. and over again. Same shit during um, Black History Month. Mm -hmm. Same shit. Same. I, look, don't let, no shade to the three or four individuals that they always talk about. But from first grade on, who have we learned about? Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. um, Rosa Parks. Maybe if you have a really, you know, uh, I'm going out there type of history teacher. Maybe Malcolm X. Um, Maybe. But how they're taught about him is that he was bad. Martin Luther King was good. You know? Um, Shit, that's who else? Maybe I'm, Madam C.J. Walker. I'm sure for the kids today, it's Barack Obama. Sure, um, but to your point, like, yeah, I don't think that stuff is super relevant. Yeah, you should know it just to, I guess, have some awareness, some light awareness into a lot of the politics going on in today's mm -hmm. world. But like real history, I think, taps into like human psychology and the way power dynamics work yeah. so it's something like i feel like people should know but we ain't teaching real history in schools no. so no i like how you said the power because hubby and i stumbled upon another youtube channel and the what they talk about like we were talking about uh, it was talking about jimmy hoffa mm -hmm. and hubby was like god damn like there's so much just disrespect and and snitch dry snitching and you know i'm gonna I'm going to move over you to get over here. Like I'm going to use you as a, another rung on my ladder to get higher. And I said, that's been the history. That is this, if not world's history, that is this country's history, mm -hmm. you know, and it's usually done by Caucasoid men and it's done to everybody. They do it to everybody, each other, other races, other, everybody. And so the reason why I say that is because they are now, you know, coming out with the truth about who really killed Malcolm X and allowing these individuals to one of them is passed but one of i think one of them is actually alive who just got out of jail or not too long ago there was three total that went to jail uh one passed away two are now yeah out. one got out a while ago but the yeah. last one just recently got out yeah so either 2020 you know abc news or something they're actually you know talking to them and a lot you know these men were like hey i was railroaded there's nothing that i could do in that time you know to protect myself and to not go to jail for something that I didn't do. And, you know, we don't have to think too hard about who railroaded these men 
well, and put them in jail. There was also the cop that came out right before he died in 2020 or sometime during COVID. He just recently died, but he came out right before he died on his deathbed and he had a letter that was from the FBI or something like mm-hmm. that where they basically said that was the letter that told them to go ahead and kill Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. And so they talk about that. That that came out a few years ago and or a couple years ago, and since then, his daughter has been trying to get the truth yeah. out about that. Yeah. So I think that if we teach our history, as you said, with the truth, and we really broke it down about just how how much has been done, um, you know, to within this country and and to especially you know certain groups, certain um, ethnic groups. And if we're teaching that, because these these kids nowadays, they're all about respect. Respect me. You respect, blah, blah, blah. So if you're able to just kind of like speak to them on their level, I mean, it's you really think about it. It's like, you know, our government and shit like that. It's kind of like a, a 50 cent created show, like a BMF or a power. And they love that shit. So, <laughs> you know, you make it relevant and, and tell the truth. I think that'll give a lot of power to the groups that need it within our um, society. Um, and then, you know, we'll be able to kind of keep history going, but make it relevant and, and, you know, because history repeats itself. So I think once you learn our history, then we can hopefully not make the same mistakes. Um, so right now I'm actually subbing for history. So I don't actually make the curriculum, but I teach it and always try to add whatever truths I know about history and it actually seems like they, at least for the information that they have me teaching, they avoid going into detail and they just more skim over bigger ideas of a certain time. And why do you think that is? Because the, the that's where the trouble comes in is in the detail of mm-hmm. the story, which I understand. But so that's why I always try to uh, add a little bit more to it. So, for example, we just went over the Great Depression. They talked about Harlem Renaissance and it made it seem like it was like just uh, all of a sudden there were just a bunch of black artists and, and a bunch of black people in Harlem and they had this artistic idea to come up with the Harlem Renaissance. When I was, and I'd explain to them that wasn't what it was. Harlem was the cheapest place that people could live. And since they migrated from the south up to New York, they had to find the cheapest place and just ended up that all of the artists, because they were the lowest people that were able to make income because of their profession, they all ended up in Harlem. So all of a sudden now, it seems like there were only artists in Harlem. When no, there were artists other places. There was a big population in Harlem just because that was where they could afford to live. It's like uh, they they don't want you to. They want you to be very happy about the overall picture, but mm-hmm. sometimes you have to actually know the background too. In my opinion, I think, and some of it is too, is the more knowledge you have, the more power you have. So I think that they're afraid of what the response is going to be like is that going to make especially black people as a whole is that going to make us rise up and it can but i don't know why they expect us to like create this you know this revolution i think that we would do it by just becoming better being entrepreneurs having more control over our financial situation having more control over our education that's the way that i think we would utilize it to to have power and and not even just for you know um, black people but i think everybody i think that a uh, 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 communication and more of an understanding will happen between, you know, different groups. Um, if 
if that power and that understanding is utilized the best way. So I think one of the, the biggest pieces of history I need to stop is uh, the idea that black people came to America by slavery. That's false. Like the, even the idea of how slavery was supposed to happen in terms of coming over from the ship, our population wouldn't be this big here in the United States had it happen that way. Just not enough people were able to, to survive that trip and how long it took and the, and the conditions that it was in. But the very first slave in the United States was owned by a black man. So if a black man was the first person to own a slave, then black people couldn't have come to America by slavery because you wouldn't bring a slave here and then let him buy the first slave as well. You know what I'm saying? But if if we were all brought here, meaning that we were given something, well, that just, <coughs> just keep thinking that we have to fight, fight, and fight when there's other ways for us to come up, I think. I mean, that's one of the ways, but yes, I know you guys were like, what is this episode about? So, <laughs> sorry, just got there. You know, hey, that's, that's why we podcast, because we can just have conversations, right? Um, I mean, Lindsay can tell you on our Boondocks podcast, we just, whew, there's been some times when we completely <laughs> forgot about the episode. Um, so, really quickly, speaking of, so sad that that reboot's not happening. I know. Like, uh, so, I... I I imagine that HBO Max was probably being a little too um, structured and probably not allowing Aaron Magruder and the writers and stuff to really make it what it should be in 2022. Like, I think it was probably going to be even more of like a, what? You know, and piss some more people off. That, and it could also be because Regina King just lost her son. Mm, I didn't think of that. Yeah. So maybe she's just like, I can't right now. And they have a schedule. Um, I'm keeping, I'm, I'm keeping out hope. Um, because guys, if that's it, then our Boondocks podcast that Lindsay and I co-host are, will be no more after the season. I mean, we have um, all comic strips. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. That episode's about to be a lot shorter. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just have to say that, that that news came out this weekend. I'm a little sad. So one and two and three and four and get them sit-ups right and do your crutches like this. Give head, stop, breathe, up, check your weed. We will go ahead and uh, I'll start blabbing here, maybe. And we'll go ahead and we'll move on into the segment, the main segment of today's episode. Um, can I just say that y'all keep giving us something to talk about? I mean, <laughs> which is good because if we only had five episodes of this podcast, I don't know if it would get the job done. Um, but wow, we have so many examples of a don't talk, just listen message, um, in this next segment. So this week, um, what do you guys think about the topic? I'll let, I'll let you guys kind of jump into, start this off here and then we'll get into letting people maybe hear where this is coming from. Um, our main topic for this week is delusions of grandeur. Um, is it people just being delusional? You know, and why we have such a huge gap within communication and what men and women want. Um, we are, we have a bunch of little clips that, there's a new compilation now that's going around social media. And it is stri like strictly, very plainly to the point. Compilation of delusional women. Of, or delusion, women being delusional. And I'm like, okay, the fuck, you know, fuck you. What is this about? 
and then we click on it. And uh, the first topic, other than the girl who was like, everybody needs to have uh, six baby, six different baby daddies because <laughs> I make so much money. <sighs> that upset me so bad. That, okay, but yeah. So first topic is women are better cheaters than men. What do you guys think about this? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, how do you have to clip? We know there are times we, we pretty much like, oh, baby, you know what you're doing? Like, oh, I was just checking on you. You know, I was just, you know, thinking about you. But in reality, I'm over here on some other shit because I already checked the guy. You know, I ain't dumb. Man, they be turning off their phones all freaking day at night and say, oh, no, I just got drunk. And nah, like, you dumb. First of all, stop giving info. Like, why are you helping? Girl. One. But <laughs> go ahead. No, that was, I thought that when I was watching it. Like, why are y'all out here spilling all these beans? Not that I cheat or would cheat or have ever cheated, but I was just like, what are y'all doing? Hush. Right? Hush up. Right? Like, I, hey, I'm going to say that I have always said this. I've said that when are better cheaters, what now? Not all women. There are some out there that are like, fuck it. I don't cheat. I got him and him and him. And what, you know, but once again, hurt people move out of being hurt. So, but when it just kind of happens or you're not in a good situation, you know, for whatever reason, a woman decides to cheat much better at hiding it. Um, my theory has always been because men add way too many details when they lie. Like way too many, like. Kevin Hart, when he said, you know, the, the, if you guys have watched it, when he said there was a, a, a deer breath, like, and he would do that whole story of why he was late for work. And then it was because it was five minutes. Like, you told all that lie. I mean, that's a perfect example. What, what do you ladies think? Do you uh, agree with my sentiment or what are your, you know, what are your ideas on this topic? I have two theories here. The first one is, I won't say women do it better than men or men do it better than women. I think it it does just vary person to person. Um, there's probably some men out there who are serial cheaters and their wives or girlfriends or whoever, or boyfriends, don't even know about it. <laughs> Never will. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm sure for women, and I've known some of these women, they are exactly the same, married and all, and out here in these streets uh, doing all kinds of wild things. Um, so at least my from my experience, I see no difference. But me and my husband were oddly enough just chit chatting about this the other day. And like I was saying how I have never slept with anyone I did not have some sort of connection with. I won't say mm -hmm. I love them, but there was a, you know, a, a mojo there, a vibe. Um, and I was like, he said, oh, absolutely not. I was like, so you're, you've just been out here in these streets, like, <laughs> you know, raw dogging life. God, well, maybe not raw dogging, dogging, but you know what I mean? You've just it's been fun. out here smashing. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yes. And I was like, well, damn, like, so we know who will be the cheater in this relationship. And of course, he's like, no, no, I would never do that. Come on. But you know me. But he, I guess, says, well, from his perspective, men can 
smash and there's nothing to it but a good physical time. And I'm sure there's women like that too. But for me, it's, I'm not just gonna, and that's not to say I can't cheat, right? Because you can have emotional affairs and all Mm -hmm. kinds of bullshit. Mm -hmm. But I am less apt to, I don't know, I just, I don't even like most people. (laughs) (laughs) That part, that part. You sound like that we over here. I (laughs) am. We were just talking about it. I was saying this morning, um, you know, we've had a few late nights, a few just not sleeping at all um, and just getting some work and some shit done. But I was telling him, I was just like, look, I'm going to if anything ever happens, I don't plan on it because I I have no energy to swipe right or left on anybody. Like if that's the way to find anybody, somebody can't do it, can't, cannot do it. I was like, I will be just out here in these streets being the biggest help possible. And I was like, and, you know, you'll probably still get it every now and again. Like what's you know, what's better than familiar familiar sex mm-hmm. so you know he would still probably get it um but as far as cheating like i just i i don't have the energy to you know to mm-hmm. that i'm not you know i'm not a young spring chicken I... um and the only time that i ever did and i'm much like you Lindsay, but the only time that i did ever cheat was like in high school and that's because my boyfriend was whack attack like he didn't want to do anything at all uh <laughs> so I think that for me, um, I think that men are more apt to cheat, but aren't as smart at cheating. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think men, because they can have sex just without the feelings and all of that, that if something fancy, you know, something sparkly comes across their path, they're like, oh, yeah. And they're, they don't, <laughs> Ooh, you know, yeah. yeah, they're just not too bright on that. And then they don't, they're thinking with the wrong head. And so obviously they're not making, you know, they're, they're like, they should be on like dumb criminals. Like they, they just don't have the follow through. In men's defense, when there's certain things happening, there's only blood going to one right. head. So we no, can't I get think this. I understand this. You know, you're, you. I. That's why I'm saying it's not always done in the most brilliant of fashions. Females, on the other hand, typically don't cheat unless there's some sort of emotional disconnect between them and their partner, mm-hmm. and there's other stuff that is creating a need for connection with another human being. And then because they want to maintain that connection, they put in the work. Mm -hmm. So they're going to, you know, they're going to cover their tracks. They're going to have plausible explanations. They're going to have girlfriends that can cover their back. You know, they're going to put in all the steps where it's because like they're in it. Like this is the long haul kind of thing. They're like, going to be doing this yeah whereas men are typically less like you know trying to cheat for it i mean you, you see the movies and stuff where the guy cheats to be in multiple relationships but what do these i mean dudes don't even want to have the energy to take care of one relationship <laughs> let alone multiple ones they're just out there trying to fuck so yeah you know it's they're not thinking through all the steps needed to cover their asses like they probably should yeah so i both think women are, are better at it but i think void. men do it more yeah i think <laughs> both sexes are trying to fill a void because for men it is much more of a physical thing and they don't feel like they're getting something you know in a physicality but the fact that they don't think as much as we do it's not like they know that it's not like they're like oh this chick at work that you know says hi to me a lot she shows me some affection i'm not getting that home my dick is like go that way um 
Whereas, like you said, for women, it's much more of an emotional thing. We think about it more. We talk to our friends about it. So it, it, it's clear why, you know, we're doing it. Um, and then, like you said, because there's some emotion into it, you don't just give up on something that makes you feel better. Right. So then there you go with, you know, Rick's name is, you know, Rhonda in your phone. Um, right. You've got you a know? business plan like all right now. You're like, this is how we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, look at me tell it. Look at me tell it. Um, I think it's funny. You said you find girlfriends that like will cover for you. And then Kevin Hart says like his friend's supposed to lie for him and he just doesn't cover for him. He's like, oh, no, no, yeah. no, stop. Yeah. And probably why? Because you guys aren't getting any. So why do you feel like you wouldn't have this, you know, this allegiance to keeping up a lie for your friend? I mean, you tried, you guys tried to, but unless, you know. Really? Because I see it more guys are just wet. dumb. Don't care. <laughs> they just don't even think. Like, if I were to call my guy's guy friend, he would be caught off guard. You know, he's not even thinking like, why would she be calling me to yeah. find Yeah, know, girls are it. always ready. Yeah. You know, like you you and your friends, you know, uh, boyfriend or whatever, y'all barely get along or you get along when there's, you know, alcohol involved or whatever. But other to the point, he knows that you think he ain't shit. Yeah. And then you know that he thinks you ain't shit. So if you're calling, she's already like, let me get my story together. Right. <laughs> texting your girl like, where did we go get our nails done this week? Okay. You know, so. <laughs> I, uh, I have to say that one, I don't think she's being too delusional. I have to say. Um, all right, so we're going to move on to the second example. 